The Story of Galano, Episode 7. The sewer twists and turns as Donovan leads Galano and Sox through the subterranean maze. How long have they been positioned there for? At least a week. But what's strange is it's both of them, Baoth and Ariman cruisers and transports. Neither of them have phased into resonance where they could do physical damage. Yet, I've never seen anything like it. I have a long time ago. Hey, um, are we close to getting to wherever it is we're headed? <laughs> I've been feeling the same scratchy thing swim by my leg for the last five minutes, and it's getting friendlier. Almost there. Galano, I just about forgot you were here with us. <laughs> Everything smells as terrible as you. I might need another snack. Donovan waggles his tail authoritatively, and the trio stops. He meows into a small, barely visible microphone. Vocal match, Captain Donovan. Permission granted. A hidden door reveals itself from the side of a massive pipe. The three cross over the threshold and into a large, open bunker-style room full of high-tech equipment, a full weapons rack with massive lockers, kitchen and eating area, with small rooms off to the side, each with their own litter box. The loft above sits open to the lower level with a sparring mat taking up the majority of the floor. Two large cat trees with multiple ledges and hammocks on the wall between them provide ample space for exercise and lounging. Welcome to Felinian Outpost 8181. This is my station, and this is my crew. Weapons experts and my heavy hitters, Sylvester and Oliver. Hi. What's going on? Is, is that who I think it is? Looks like the one and only. Head of comms is Sugar Ray. Sup? Holy shit, it's her. And Slippers here is my intel officer. Oh my, your Soximax, the Soximax, Soximax Pantheras. This is truly an honor. Donovan, do you know who this is? I am aware of our history, Slippers. I have to admit, you special agents are a rare breed. Now more than ever, it's an honor to be in your presence, Soximax. Protocol will be fine, thank you. You are all a sight for sore eyes, especially because I am looking for answers. And from what you've told me already, we don't have much time before something happens. I have to ask, what are you doing with that? Food? Are you trying to reverse the connection? This is Galano. He is somehow at the center of all this. He is unlike anything I've ever met in my time. Just watch, ask him a question. Sylvester steps forward, salivating, claws unsheathed. I'll bite, or I'd like to. <laughs> Galano, why shouldn't I eat you right here, right now? With the perceived threat recognized by Galano's subconscious, the Genesis ability activates. Quicker this time and with more certainty, as Galano's eyes cloud over and glow, 
Sparks flicker into existence around him, which hop and skip down his shoulders to his forearms, now encircled with crackling electric arcs. What the? This can't be. They did it. Galano is a success in the hybrid program we've been monitoring for centuries. No wonder we've seen their forces growing just out of phase. They're both looking for him. I will not be your dinner. Hey, uh, totally. Uh, I'm not even hungry, really, so please put away your uh, electricity. Galano, quickly gaining familiarity with his newly realized power, stands a little taller. I will not be threatened. You are safe, Galano. As long as I am here, I will not let anyone hurt you. The sparks fade and Galano's eyes defog. He's breathing heavily. I could feel. Oh, if I just chose to. Hey, what's that? A space in the corner of Slipper's workstation continues to crackle with electric arcs, pulsing an ethereal blue. I... I can't believe it! My artifact! It's responding to you, Kalino! It can't be! I was lucky enough to be stationed near the ruins of Amana, and during one of our excavations of the site, I came across it. I thought they'd all been destroyed! These amulets were made to... We've got trouble. A lot of activity are headed our way. I think they're looking for our electrified friend. Are they phasing in? Just starting to spin up. We've got about ten minutes. Sylvester, Oliver, suit up. You're with me. Sugar Ray and Slippers, once we're out, you know what to do. Get the turrets prepared and ready. We'll need your eyes and ears. Sugar, get everyone available on high alert and tag to my location. Who knows, Sly? You might just get that snack you're looking for. Soximax. It would be an honor to fight by your side. I must protect Galano. Looks like they've got a lot of transport ships. We could use all the help we can get. They are here for him. He is the key to turn the tide on this planet. They know it. We cannot let them have him. So what am I supposed to do? Stay with me and don't die. Oliver, Sylvester, and Donovan all head to the massive lockers, all verifying their identities with their meows. Oliver and Sylvester both disappear momentarily, with sounds of machinery locking into place and charging up. Donovan steps out first with two massive, kaleidoscopically shimmering shimitar-like swords. I prefer to go old score. Nothing cuts better than my own claws. But with these numbers, my laser blades will melt through those bowed bodies like butter. It's been a while, my beauties. Time to sing again. Nothing like a high-tech mech suit that's basically impervious to make you feel impervious. Right there with you, brother. You all armored up? Charging now. Donovan sheathes his forearm in smooth metallic braces, then smacks them together, and an orange glow surrounds his body. Like I said, old score. Help is on the way. Just got confirmation from Outpost 360, 93, and 56, with more coming in. 
How many great transports are we looking at? Hard to tell because they're so bunched together, but a lot. These things carry at least 50 of those stink sacks. I confirmed 19 before they started spinning up. Looks like it's a brunch buffet, boys and girls. Let's fill our plates. Okay, you two. Let's move. The other outposts are pinged to your location, Donovan. Stay alive long enough and you'll see the cavalry coming. Thanks. Sugar, slippers, socks, stay safe. The trio stand on top of a previously hidden lift mechanism in the center of the outpost. A door opens up from the ceiling as the Felinian forces rise to the outside world. And the battle soon to commence. Now we come to low Earth orbit. The Aramans and Balths both are converging on outpost 8181. It seems as if they want nothing left to chance. The two sides of the same coin have employed the same strategy. Quantity. This, however, has turned all their attention away from their motherships. The Balths are particularly distracted with the recent disappearance of their major Nord. And Dale, of all greys, taking the lead in execution of the orders given by the engineers. This has left their mothership all but empty. And Val number nine, the opportunity she needs. Levitating through the halls and psychokinetically popping, crushing, pressing, and collapsing each guard she comes across. She finds and begins to operate the ship's main console. Where is and now to the lead Bowth transport with Dale rallying his troops. We have one goal! Capture the traitor Gray and kill everything else in our path. We'll close the area, leave no one in our way alive. We have it on good intel that we may encounter more than one Felinian. Let me remind you, this is our planet. No amount of cat scratches will ever change that fact. The power will soon be in our hands to dominate openly. It is our power to wield as the engineers command. Let us remind them what kind of power this is. Back at Outpost 8181, Galano and Sox can do nothing but wait. Sox, why is this happening? What? Like, why is this particular set of events happening? I went through all that before, that's long, and I don't want to say it all again. No, yeah, I get that. I mean, why? Why conflict? Why don't everyone just go about their own business, live a life, seek knowledge and pleasure and joy and meaning? Wow! Wow! These ideas just keep coming! Looks like you're really getting going now. I don't have the answers you seek. But I have found in my time that when one looks within, 
a path appears that can, if taken, lead to understanding. It is when we look anywhere else that we are left wanting. That wanting can drive you mad, because no amount of having will quench your thirst. When this is all over, I'll... We've got incoming! Turrets are overheated! There's a shitstorm of them! Slippers, get ready! Everybody, off the floor! Get them to the sky door, sugar! I'll take care of the rest! With the front entrance sealed tight, the only way in is through the ceiling. Sugar Ray cracks open the sky door just enough to entice the Grey Horde. Here they come! Just tell me when, Sugar! Almost! No! Sugar Ray opens the sky door just before it collapses under the weight of a mass of grey bodies. They pour down and bury the floor in an instant. Barbecue time! Slippers flips a switch at her console and the floor arcs with electric snaps and crackles. The pool of greys smokes, hisses, and pops from electrocution. But the greys keep coming, shocking and popping and piling onto each other. The floor has been layered over and still the greys keep falling through. I don't have enough power, Sugar! I got this. Sugar Ray stands a massive Maine Coon powerhouse. A shoulder-mounted cannon unfolds and unloads red streaks of laser death at the gray churning mass. Get out of here! I'm not leaving you! Punching holes into the sea of gray only provides moments of respite as the tide reforms and now aims itself solely at Sugar Ray. Sugar! Stay out of sight, Galano. Be ready to run. Out of sight? Socks leaps to the ceiling and with a firm grip hangs upside down for just a moment. Then, after making her plan of attack, drops, landing upright on top of a gray head. She flexes her hind claws and squishes through its skull like Play-Doh. Leaping into the air, she spins and slashes with all four appendages, cutting through fistfuls of greys like a hot knife through butter. Faster than the eye can catch, she dances, slashes, strikes, spins and spills grey blood, carving a path to Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray, on me now! We're getting out of here! Sugar! And Slippers is lost, swallowed by the wall of greys coming down upon her. No! Time slows almost to a halt as a familiar grey figure stands at the sky door opening, gun pointed squarely at Socks. Found you, Galano. And well, 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 you brought your pet cat all this way. Nothing beats the sound of a dead cat. As time turns into eternity, Galano sees Dale, sees his gun, sees where it's pointed. Dale? Socks? The Genesis ability activates immediately. This time the amulet comes to life and like a magnet is pulled with a zip across the room like a bullet. 
cutting through gray bodies and lodging itself firmly into Galano's brow. <gasps> what the? Galano opens his mouth as if to yell, but instead with eyes and mouth glowing, beams of force shoot out in Dale's direction. A flash and a scream. And Dale's gun hits the ground where Dale's body once stood. Galano turns his attention to the sea of gray, and a pulse of energy paints the room. Be sure to come back next time to find out what happens in the story of Galano.